Welcome to the Voice of V podcast. This is V, your host. I'm a motivational speaker, a podcaster, an emotional gangster, and a spiritual thug. I created this podcast to share my emotional healing journey so that others could be motivated to go from being victims of circumstance and becoming a badass that has overcome. These are my stories. These are your stories. These are our stories. So join me on this journey as we take back our peace and begin to create a new way of thinking and a new way of life. Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl V with another episode. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. And I uh, I have Miss April back in the building. What's up, April? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, so April, thank you for coming back. How has your week been since we last talked? And I want to know about tonight. Busy. Like with work? Yes. Like how busy? Like, like cross-eyed busy. Just <laughs> literally staring at the computer. All, well, not staring, but yeah, working on the computer all day. Like nonstop. Yes. That's how it is for me too. Like from the time I get into the office to the time that I leave, it's like nonstop to where um, like I make myself take my breaks or get away from my desk and stuff. But it's hard to even pull away because there's just so much. Like yes. it just keeps coming. Yes, I, like I have to force myself too, like because we're entitled. Well, I mean, I really don't listen, but there's times where I don't like I forgot to take my breaks, or sometimes I go to lunch late, or I take a twenty-minute lunch just because yeah. that's how busy it's been. Yeah, I have to discipline myself. I had to dis. I have to discipline myself, and I've always told myself like, like it's good to be dedicated to what you're doing and stuff, and and to do it in excellence, but you also have to take care of yourself. And so I've been having to remind myself. So I make myself mm-hmm. take my lunch. Like I have to walk away from my desk and eat because if I don't, then you won't eat at all. I'll eat, but I'll still keep working and I'll be eating while I'm working Same. at my desk because we work in cubicles. So, you know, it's like your own, you know, you have your own space, your own area. You can eat and work at the same time. But if you stay at your desk, so we, we have like a, we have people at the front desk. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes in that needs to talk to me and I'm eating at my desk, like, well, yeah, they see I'm eating at my desk, but they're still going to give me my person instead of like just getting paperwork from them and stuff. Oh, okay. They'll be like, oh, you have somebody here, blah, blah. So then I have to stop eating. So that's why I make myself go to the break room, eat my food, there. because if not, then I'm not going to eat in peace. So... Well, for me, since I started this new, well, position or job, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm still trying to find a way to, like, balance 
you know, balance yeah. everything for me versus, you know, my other job, um, you know, it was pretty much laid back. So, I mean, I had, you know, take breaks whenever. Plus, yeah. I've been going into the office these past three days since Wednesday. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's different. I don't have to go, but it's just because um, I do another. So, I do, an, I do two jobs. Mm-hmm. I do collections for a water company and then I do the HR. But the water one, I have to go to the office. So, okay. but I haven't been able to like work on that one because I've been so busy. So, like I just been going to the office. Finally today, I was able to catch up. But well, for the most part, I work from home. But okay. I mean, it was good to be out of home because I was tired of being home for a long, yeah. a long time. So we're in the office full time. But before they brought us back, it was like we would work two days out of the week, mm-hmm. and then or no, we would work three days out of the week, and we were home two days out of the week. And my days were Thursday and Friday, so I loved it because. The weekend. Yeah. And not only that, it was like, because some people were going like on Monday and Wednesday. Like there was a split in between the days. I was like, I just rather like go two days in a row. But that just worked for me. But now we all like work full time from the office. Uh, It would be nice because of gas prices to be able to just do like three days or two two to three days in the office and the other days stay home. But it doesn't look like that's going to (laughs) happen. I'm tired of working from home, honestly, like. I mean, yeah, for the first year, I mean, it was cool or whatever, but yeah, I, I'm going to try to cleaning every day and cooking. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I feel for the stay-at-home mothers because I couldn't do it. Oh, it's a lot of work. It is. I, I mean, not that I ever said it wasn't, but it was just like mm-hmm. staying at home for me is not, or stay-at-home wife, mom, whatever, like that's not, I need to work. <laughs> uh, that's me too. I like, I like being home, but like. Not working. Not working. <laughs> because then it feels like your work and especially because when i was working from home my my desk is in my bedroom so you never left it no and then we were i was like working crazy hours and stuff because we had those it didn't matter what hours you worked <clears throat> as long as you got your eight hours in mm-hmm. and that was good enough are you okay no yeah. <laughs> rest my oh <laughs> so um but the thing is like because it's there and you'll hear it so it's like oh let me check real quick or i'm waiting on something and i just need to do something real fast like it'll take me 10 minutes and before you know it you've been working for a whole hour yeah and the thing is like you can't you shouldn't be working for free like people stop working for free like it's just crazy busy like i can't even take time off right now if i do like i can't take like a whole week off for vacation i would have to take like a few days like you know fourth of july is coming up so i already have the fifth off like, I would have to utilize that time to be able to, like, get a whole week to include that, you know, that holiday. Yeah. And so, like, technically, I'll have four days off. I could add, like, another day that's a whole five days, you know, but I'm like, you with these gas I'm- prices, I can't <laughs> go anywhere anyway. And the other thing is, like, if I do just even taking one day off, like, yeah. even I'm debating on taking the fifth off as it is because it's just going to be a lot of work. Like, if I have deadlines that I have to meet. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, like, this week coming up, how I leave on that Friday will determine if I take the fifth off or not. Because it's just a lot. Yeah. Like, it's already approved, but it's on me. My workload is my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. You you got your day off approved, and if you know your workload. So, if you feel like it's not going to make you miss deadlines, okay. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> so... You know, <laughs> sometimes I live life on the edge. <laughs> <Right>. YOLO. <laughs> right. No, for us, like, so um, if we reach, like, over 200 hours of PTO, like, mm-hmm. we have to take it. Else, it won't carry into the new fiscal year. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm almost at that point, but thank God, Dang. in two weeks, like, I'll be taking a week off, so. Thank God. Oof. 
Are you going somewhere? Yeah, I'm going to New York. Oh, two weeks? In or two, no, I'm, I'm leaving in two weeks. But oh, I'll, be, I'll be there for five days. Five days? Mm. That's good. I went, the last time I went was in November and I went for a for wedding. For the wedding? Yes. Oh my God, it was so much fun. Are you going with a group of people? Or? No, uh, my best friend lives over there. Oh, okay. So I'm going for her birthday. So how's she your best friend if she lives over there? Did y'all both uh, live? We went to middle school and high school together. Oh, okay. So okay. I've been known her for like 20 plus years. Oh, okay. But she moved to New York and you came to San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Girl, I'm not trying to live in New York. You know what? It's funny? too fast for me. It is. I, w- I was thinking about it, but no, it's not for me. It's too fast paced. Like the yeah. rude as hell. Like, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't make like because she's. She's she's well she's rude but she's New York rude if right that makes yeah sense. yeah you know yeah. I'm like I get it yeah it's just like no no it's not for me <laughs> and then here in San Antonio we're the opposite like we're nice somewhat well we're friendly <laughs> well most people are friendly <laughs> I'm friendly for the most part except when I'm driving <laughs> oh I know I was talking to my friend Audrey today was it today yeah this morning and I was like Audrey I have to make a confession and she's like what and I was like. You know, when I'm driving and people are like, are just, they don't know how to drive. They drive like crap or slow. Or, or they're going the speed limit in the fast lane. Like, no, I understand. I like when they see the me coming limit. fast and they want yes. to get in front of me. And oh, go slow. I hate that. I hate that. Like, and sometimes. On, they all saw me coming. <laughs> look, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I throw my, um, my car into sport and I'm like, boom, I leave them behind. I don't care <laughs> because I get so frustrated. Girl, I'm like, my best. And then at that, I'm like, yo, I'm running late. And no, it's not your fault, but get out of my way. <laughs> or you know what's funny? Like, when you are running late and they know you're running late. Like, right. they drive me slow on purpose. See, <laughs> me, I, I, when I do leave on time, <laughs> or I leave, traffic. when I leave early, <laughs> and I see, like, somebody's coming fast, I'll just move over. Yep. And then let them pass, and then I'll go back, or I'll stay in the lane I'm in, whatever, like. It's not hard. Like, I don't understand why people just get so bent out of shape for, like, I have noticed it a lot with truck drivers. Like, not the big 18-wheelers, but I just mean, like, the ones guys that own trucks. Like, the big wheels? Yes. It's like they think they own the road and they don't want to let oh, you in. Oh, and they're, in. like, really tailgating you? Like, oh. it's like they're trying to intimidate you? Like, come on. I calm know. Calm down. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, if you hit me, guy, you're going to have to replace you know, you're going to have to fix my car. You're going to have to pay for my car to get fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, but I don't want whiplash and stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, Shit. I don't want to be damaged. <laughs> I don't want to be damaged. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about loving yourself and then just like in different, um, the different ways that somebody can love themselves. Um, I think because we all get, um, we all get caught up with social media and I have learned, like, with the younger people, because I don't know, what's our age difference? I'm 35. Okay, so I'm, I'm 47. So I got, like, 12 years on you, right? <clears throat> Not that that matters. But with some things, it matters because my way of thinking is a little bit different than the younger people, you know, mm-hmm. because we didn't grow up with social media. When social media came into play, I was already, like, I think maybe in my late teens or like, you know, I was already an adult though, I think. So what came out? 
AOL, MySpace. Yeah, all that stuff. And I remember I was like... But I don't even think like it was as serious as it is now. No. Well, you know, well, some of us used it to well. <laughs> talk to people. No, but I'm saying like, far as <laughs> but, like... Um, yeah keeping us distracted from everything yeah that's true um and it it didn't define you like it wasn't about likes and stuff because it worked differently you were just like communicating with other people getting like you didn't have to prove anything to anyone no you didn't and people just wanted to talk or whatever and just talk smack and like if um you had like common interests then that's what y'all would talk about instead. The original catfish. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, for real, it was wild. And then just some of the stuff that would be posted, it was like, like you, you began to get exposure to things that you wouldn't normally see or care about or care about. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, like, it's still because of, uh, I guess, because of the age I was at, and not growing up with it as part of my life. I feel like I can detach myself from social media. Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes I feel because of that also, there are times that I force myself to get on social media only because of the podcast. It's like, oh man, I never even posted that the episode dropped. Mm-hmm. Like this week, I think I freaking just barely posted it today for Monday's episode yeah. last week. You know what I mean? And it was like, I never posted it. Granted, my phone wasn't working and people ain't shit because y'all didn't even notice my phone wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody calls me okay first of all my phone ain't always getting messages except when y'all send me um tiktok videos to watch or we're just talking (laughs) sending me emojis emojis and stuff right so we're just like joking and stuff but (laughs) first of all your phone was old as shit so (laughs) (laughs) okay but i replaced it okay so (laughs) 12 years later (laughs) look this is what's sad this is what is sad (laughs) i didn't notice that my phone was not working until i realized that telemarketers not even the telemarketers were calling me she was like, damn, nobody loves me. No I was more. like, even the telemarketers don't want to call me. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Like, that's sad. <laughs> FML. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Should I be blocking them? <laughs> I do too. I have so many blocked numbers, but okay. So, anyway, that's my story, y'all. Yeah. No, it's okay. Y'all don't have to call me or message me. I'm over it. She's still alive. Yeah, I'm alive, and guess what? I got to spend time with myself. You know, like she I didn't have got to. to upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I finally got to upgrade. Y'all didn't even know all the things I was going through. I went to AT and T like three, four times, and they're like, "Ma'am." Then I even went. Oh, and it sucked because I actually had dropped my 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 old phone. <laughs> I broke the screen like right before I was gonna trade it in. I was like, "Son of a." <laughs> So I had to fix it first because if not, they were gonna take away like half of the half of the amount of the money of the phone. What the phone oh, is worth? Because yeah, you have to turn it in. Right? Yes, yeah. and I was like, "What? There's no freaking way. That's ridiculous." So, anyways, I had to pay some guy. He's kind of cute though, but still, that's besides the point. So, anyway, <laughs> and then oh my god, I realized because I left my phone, and I know I went way off. I'm gonna go back, but. When I left my phone to get the screen fixed, he was like, oh, I need your password to make sure it works. 
And I was like, oh, tonta, like, okay. And I get my password. But then I, and then I come home, right? And he and it was only going to be 30 minutes, but I wanted to change real quick because I was still in my work clothes. And I'm sitting there and I was like, holy shit. He can see all my pictures and stuff. Like, all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I don't usually take inappropriate pictures, but I did decide to take some. And if they ever end up out in the universe, I know who did it. <laughs> you think he went through your photos, though? I don't know. I don't think so. He didn't look at me weird or anything. So I mean, hey, he's a pro at his job. You don't know. <laughs> That's true. He probably sent it to his class. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> so if you see a different profile, I know. <laughs> it's not me, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh so okay so anyway um i'm able to take a break from social media as a matter of fact sometimes i'll feel kind of overwhelmed by the social media and it's not so much that there's negative stuff on there or that people are bothering me on social media it's just sometimes all the different things all the stimulation that you get like if there are certain things going on and um, sometimes some of those subjects will trigger you and all this stuff. So sometimes I just feel like I just need to get away from it all because then I feel like I have to like everybody. Not so much I have to like everybody's stuff, but I try to to keep up with certain people on there. But sometimes there's just too many people on there. Like, especially on my Facebook, there's no way I can keep up with all those people. I don't even know how many friends I got on there, but I know it's a lot. And I know like most a lot of the people on there I know. Mm-hmm. And then other stuff is like networking and stuff. I feel like, for me, I feel like it's just the same people, you know, the stuff that I like. <laughs> like, it's just the slam that comes up. I'm like, I don't have more friends than this. Yeah. Well, it, not friends, but, you know. <laughs> it's the pinch algorithm. They decide for us what they want us to see. So, anyway, I wanted to talk about that, though. Like, how, what is your... Because I've, I've, I've shared how, how, how much weight social media has on me. Like, don't get me wrong. Um like everyone else yeah if i get a bunch of likes it's cool i'm like okay cool Mm -hmm. and it's not so much on pictures of myself but just like different things or like for me i guess in my case it would be like my podcasting stuff like i'll be checking like let me see how many people listen to this episode you know that's that's different though you know know, just it just gives you an idea like okay maybe i can keep talking about this particular subject or you know maybe not you know yeah i mean that's different i mean Versus, you know, seeing how many people like the photo or... Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of pressure on people. Especially when they post every day. It's like, girl, God, Uh, you look the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just me, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start posting more stuff. I'm going to get one like. (laughs) I'll get one heart. (laughs) No, you'd be surprised, though. Like, I mean, they get a lot of likes, you know, even though they post every day. Yeah. I mean... If I post the pictures because I was feeling myself, because it's usually, you know, 20, I'm not say 24-7, but six days out the week, I'm either pajamas or workout clothes, so. Usually in workout clothes. <laughs> you know, my hair's not combed, so, you know. Yeah. No, I have to comb my hair because I go into work. But <laughs> going to the office, I have to. I, know. I feel like I'll get judged. And These then, last three days, I didn't even know what to wear. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. You know what? Honestly, when, when I came, went back to um, going into the office, I felt the same way. Because I would wear workout do you clothes. Have to, do you have to dress, like, casual? Or? Business casual. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can wear jeans. Mm-hmm. as long Like, we can't wear holy jeans or anything like that. Um, our shirts can't have, like, any messages on them or anything. Or the pictures and stuff. Yeah, no pictures. But. I know. 
Yeah. I forgot how to dress. I was like, I'm used to my hair being in a messy bun. Like, how do I comb it? <laughs> messy buns are in. So, um, how do you, but how do you feel like about social media? Like, like, do you care about social media? Do you care about likes? Do you care about the interaction or lack of? No, I mean, I do learn, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for us, for me personally, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care about the likes. Like I'm going to, because I just post dumb shit, funny stuff. You know, yes. some people take it serious, some don't. If you know me, then you know, you yeah. know I'm kidding or I'm being serious. But Oh, I love the, I love the, the memes <laughs> that you post. I'm always laughing at them. You and Andrea post the best memes ever. I'm like, oh my God, I like this. <laughs> But no, I mean, I don't, it don't hurt my feelings if nobody likes it, you know, or comments or, but no, I mean, but I do learn a lot, you know, especially like this generation where kids make up their words. I'm like, what does that mean? Like I have to go, you know, TikTok or Urban Dictionary. Yes, me too. (laughs) We keep up with their lingo. Yeah, because sometimes like I'll see where they put like, um, all these different letters and. Oh, the, um. Not acronyms, is it? No. No, abbreviations. Yes. And, and I'm like. Uh, Especially when they're long, I'll be like, "Yes, I don't think that's what that means." I mean, I'll get it, but it might not be. It might not be what right. Or sometimes they'll say something to me, and I'm like, "I don't know what that means." (laughs) Me neither. I'll be like, "Uh, Bree, what does this mean?" (laughs) She's like, "Uh, she'll tell me the same thing." Like if she doesn't know, she's like, "Look it up in the Urban Dictionary." You know, that's what I do. If I want to be hip and cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, um, apparently, there is like a science behind like social media and how it affects people, and um, how they can get very um, addicted to the likes. Apparently, you get like this high off of the likes, like the uh, ones that do care. Yes, the ones that do care. But and I feel like it's it's not necessarily like. It doesn't necessarily mean that those people are insecure, but it's just become a part of their lives. You know what I mean? It like, gives them that boost. Yeah. Like, okay, so there are some people that get lost in the virtual world, you know, where like the gaming. Um, oh, yeah. And then, I heard it's real bad now. Yes. Like, there are actual, like, therapists, I believe, have to, like, help them try to get back to some form of normal life because they're so addicted to gaming. And it's usually, like, the younger kids. Because I know I've seen some where I'm like, oh, my God. This person doesn't even want to socialize with people because all they do is their games. And they socialize with people on the games. And they're comfortable with talking to the, to other gamers. But not in person. person to person, like, in, in or face-to-face, they cannot. They can't do it. They get anxiety and all kinds of issues. So, I feel like we have to... <laughs> find that balance but when you've already reached that point i don't think you can like do it by yourself do i don't even think i mean would a therapist help yes a therapist will help because well because i think it has become part of something that they see you know yeah like they've they've had to and then i feel too what sucks is with the it just seems like ever since I feel like maybe we talk about it more or maybe we notice it more. Or maybe we pay more attention to it. But like a lot of the mental health issues just seem to keep getting worse and worse. 
Yeah. You know, and I feel like there aren't enough counselors and all this stuff to be able to take like to be able to treat as many people. And not only that, not every person that struggles with mental disabilities or mental issues or has some type of PTSD, sometimes they don't even realize it realize that they have a problem Mm -hmm. you know and then at that then we have the other people on the other extreme like let's say i'm just having a bad day and i'm having a little bout of depression or something or i'm just frustrated or something triggered me then it's like oh my gosh she's bipolar and they're like labeling everybody or that person is everybody's a toxic person everybody's a narcissist everybody wants to throw in the narcissist yeah which i know narcissists exist i know it happens but not every single part. Some people, they're just assholes. They're not narcissists. I believe you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't have to be a narcissist to be an asshole. You can just be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you can just be an ugly person. Yeah. Person. Or you can be a bitter person. And I've even seen or heard some things where um, people um, become like somebody that they're really not. Like they let the trauma and they're so angry at what happened to them. Mm-hmm that they allow that to change who they are and then they become an ugly person and then in turn they start doing things that are messed up Mm -hmm. and hurt other people because of what they went through and then they they blame the world they blame the world and then they become the bad guys they may have started as a victim but now they have become people that are hurting you know people and yes and i get the whole hurt people hurt people but that's why people need to get help like you have to reach some type of like i don't know what triggers your brain to understand that you need help or to want to even get help i can't answer that me neither it it just has to be you right like you wanting to do it you wanting to get the help yeah because i grew up you know i you know whatever we happened to us we had it like you know hold it in and move on Mm -hmm. like yeah you know my family didn't didn't believe in all oh, let's talk it out or let's get help like none of that like i just swallowed that shit up and moved on you know yeah and you didn't talk about it Mm-mm. and either it was- like yeah i healed from it or not like it took me a, it took me a while to like to believe in self-healing you know? yeah and i i totally forgot who told me this but it's just like you got to forgive the people that hurt you not for them but for you yes and i think mm-hmm. that's what helped me a lot yeah you know like you know even though like nowadays like you know people can do fucked up shit and i'll just be like i mean Either I can, you know, become a hateful person or I can move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's and, what, yeah. So yeah. And just, they don't have to be a part of your life. Mm-mm. And that's the other thing, too. Like, when people talk about forgiving people, um, like, I learned that the way that I saw it and, and, and understand it is, like, <clears throat> every single person that has hurt you and you choose not to forgive them, it's like you're carrying them around. Yeah. Like, you're still, yes. you're still mad, but... Yes. I mean, you've let go, but you're still mad. Yeah. Or or you're that one thing that they hurt you with now because you want to reminisce on it or you want to stay stuck in it. Now that one time that you got stabbed in the back now because you continue to replay that, like now they stabbed you in your back like 50,000 times. You know what I mean? Like you you could be making that wound worse yeah. <clears throat> just because you're choosing to hold on to that that pain and that disappointment and that bitterness. And you're the whole time you're just hurting yourself because a lot of these people they just like move on. I have no idea. Yeah. And then the thing is like you could even be that person. Like I remember one time um, somebody that I used to be friends with, she had told me 
one day she was like well um i was upset with you that's why i haven't talked to you the past two weeks i had no idea that she was mad (laughs) and i didn't realize it had been two weeks because i'm i just assume people get busy did but you the talk whole, to her, like, did you talk to her on a regular or just like... Well, we did, but I mean, we, we were both busy too, though. But the thing is that I had no idea that she was giving mad. me the silent treatment <laughs> or that she was mad. Did I didn't you know, know. Did you know why she was mad? I don't even remember. I think it was something like so I said. Oh, it was it was just a misunderstanding. Like I had I had said something and it had nothing to do with her. But I guess her guilty conscience, she thought it was about her. And so she was upset because she thought I was like mocking for mocking her or making fun of her or something like that. So I was like, okay. But I, don't, I mean, I don't think that part is like. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I think far as um, how can I say? Okay, like for me, example, right? Like I don't have a relationship with my dad. Um, he did, you know, he did 20 years in prison, and me, you know, when he went in, I, I was like nine or ten years old. Okay. So I'm thinking, you know, when he comes out, he's going to want to build a relationship, you know, make up mm-hmm. lost times with me and my sister. No. Mm. This fool <laughs> met, like, he didn't even, like, enjoy life. He met a girl. I don't even know if he was talking to her before. I don't even know. But he met a girl and completely, like, just blew us to the side. Mm. And then he wanted to turn around saying, oh, well, we moved, you know, over here to San Antonio that we didn't stay in El Paso. And I'm like, guy, like, I'm, you know, I'm like older now i have kids i was like there's nothing for me back home so i right. know, wanted something better yeah so i mean like because my little my little sister well she, well she's the middle child um she she was sad because she was still little when my dad went in uh-huh so when he tried to come back into our lives i didn't want nothing to do with him because you know all this time instead of him trying to you know have a relationship with us like he you know, he, he didn't bother to. He expected me to reach out to him. Yeah. Like, no, like, I lost you for so many years. Why am I going to keep reaching out to you? Like, yeah. you should have done that to me. Right. Um. So, so, I, so I forgave him for that, but I just, I was over it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. to me, he's still in prison. Like, okay. Whoever this you. man yeah, yeah. is, you know, I don't know. So my sister thought I was going to be mad because she wanted to have a relationship with mm-hmm. him. I was like, no, like, that's your dad. Yeah. But, you know, he proved her wrong. Of course, he did the same thing to her after, you know, after yeah. a while. But I was like, I told you. But I mean, I was like, well, I wasn't going to stop you. Right. So, like. I for, like I forgive him for not being in my life, but I just don't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, like, I'm over it. Yeah, and we have talked about that. Like I, 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 I don't. I think about that sometimes too because I didn't um, grow up with my parents, but I knew who my parents were, or yeah, who they were. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, it's not like it was. It's not like I was lied to. I knew what happened and everything, and why. I wasn't with my parents and 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 it was because my grandmother was a big control freak and my mom was only 14 when she had me and so was my dad Mm -hmm. so she took me away from my parents it was not that my parents gave me up or anything like that they just were not able to take care of me at that age and I would get sick a lot apparently and stuff is what I hear so anyway I had thought about that because I used to always feel like a burden to my grandmother you know and she was kind of hard on me and stuff and i um had to learn to kind of try to stay or like walk on eggshells yeah so that i didn't upset her and stuff but honestly like i i always felt like well dang why why did you take me away from my parents if if you didn't really you know if, if i was just a burden to you but when i stayed home from work for four days or you know i was helping with my granddaughter Mm -hmm. and she's two years old and she gets into everything and she just needs attention and all this stuff 
I thought about that, though. I thought about my grandmother, like, having to take in a newborn and raise this kid. Granted, you know, my tia was with her, you know, was there and was the one taking care of me more than anybody else. But still, the thing is, like, to have to start all over again, like, and not be able to stay, like, with my grandkids, I can be like, okay, here you go. Here's your kid back, yeah. you know? But to not be able to do that, like, you have to raise this child and oh, you're okay. already done. All all your kids are older and here you are having to raise a kid. Like, that is a lot to deal with. So, I feel like, I feel like that helped me understand what she was going through and also helped me understand like she didn't get to be grandma she had to be mom. you know yeah she had to be mom and that sucks because it would suck for me to have to be mom instead of being able to be grandma it's just so different yeah it's different i enjoy being a grandma but to be to have to start all over i would be like i don't know what i would do i'm like please I'm like, god don't let that happen <laughs> my girl no no please don't yeah, i definitely don't want no more <laughs> mine are older so uh, yeah I, especially I, like nowadays i would i wouldn't be able to bring a kid into this generation no it's just crazy it's too much so what do you so do you feel like do you ever feel or have you noticed in your life how your dad not being in the picture do you think that that affected how you see yourself at all? Yes. I feel like... How can I put this? I don't know. I just... I feel like... Like, when it comes to guys, mm-hmm. like, I refuse to be vulnerable or, you know, uh-huh. to... Just to give them, like, the soft side of me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I grew up having to be, you know, with thick skin. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, I... you know. I did grow up naive, you know, I was a nerd, whatever, but mm-hmm. stuff happened, you know, I lived and I learned. Um, yeah. You know, I even have two other brothers. One passed away, so I didn't get to, you know, have a relationship with him. My other one, like, he just, he gets a relationship and he disappears. Yeah. So I really didn't have him around. Right. So it was just like, I just felt like I didn't have that father right. figure yeah. or any type of, you know, yeah. man figure to, yeah. like, help me you know like or to lead me or to not believe you know what this guy does or, right you know what i'm saying like yes i had to learn yeah so it was just like i refuse to be i don't know i refuse to let someone to see me on the south side because i feel like i'm gonna get hurt which i have right you know i haven't been yeah, proven yeah. wrong but i mean it does get exhausting and you know it does suck to having to feel like this you know because you know i do want to be in love or be in right. a relationship but yeah, it's just yeah. like yeah my guard is up right and and it and then too with the way that the the dating world is and and to a certain point people can say well you attract you know a certain type of man blah blah blah. okay to a certain point that is true Mm -hmm. and if you have a pattern i mean clearly you gotta you know do self-reflection whatever but on the other hand we do see some of the we see other people and it's not a certain tax bracket of women or a specific race or a specific age group even my age and when we have conversations i hear you dealing with the same issues guys your age and guys my age where you know um it just feels like nobody can trust each other and nobody wants to have that vulnerability to be able to trust 
each other yeah and it sucks because it's just a revolving like it's just we're doing this over and over and over again so then it starts to feel like well then what's the point of dating then exactly it's just like might as well just stay by myself you know i have fun with my girlfriends like yeah i mean you know it's just like is this what my my life's gonna be i mean if it is you know it it doesn't suck but yeah you know eventually you do want someone to be with you know but it's just like i refuse just to settle with everyone Mm -hmm. or like you know when i do see females settling you know with guys that try to be controlling or you know yeah, trying to be abusive i'm yeah. like that's not me like right. i refuse that yeah but it's just weird too because like i feel like i get along with males uh-huh i mean yes i get along with females too but it's like right you know far as you know yeah, we can be guys. homies and stuff yeah because yeah, i've been told like oh well, you know you act like a dude i'm like I, okay like, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's just i don't know it's just it's different nowadays yeah i've been called the bro chick i'm the bro chick <laughs> like that's they're like what's up man you're my bro chick i'm like okay like is that good or bad it's good it's good they're like i'd rather you have my back than some of these guys true Which, I, I mean plus you know i do get advice or i do like learn from their actions to right not, to not you know if mm-hmm. i see that happen to with someone that i meet you yes. know I'm like okay no it's a red flag mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah so, because I feel like not, and, and we're not trying to generalize all men are this and all men are that. This. this is not that type of conversation. No. We're just sharing like our experiences. And the thing is that we do have guy friends that mm-hmm. put us on game. And so sometimes when I hear a certain guy or I, I hear a guy say certain phrases or, or act certain ways, I have in the back of my head what my friend has said, or actually it's more on the forefront, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. okay. But to totally cut off people like i have worked on my vulnerability and even though in my vulnerability i did get hurt and it has taken me a while to get where i'm at it still affects me but when the when my counselor told me that vulnerability is actually a strength because really yes she said when you are vulnerable with someone and but she specified with someone that you can trust it's not just anybody. So it's not like you can. It sucks that you can't be vulnerable with a man that you can't let your guard down because of what important men in your life failed to do or things that they did. Because, you know, I have had um, both and you have too. like you said, OK, well, your dad wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So he failed to be there mm-hmm. because of decisions he made ended him up, you know, pulling him away from y'all. And then on the same token, then, though, he also let you down because you were thinking, well, maybe he will try to, you know, have a relationship with. So he let you down. So one was, okay. he put himself in a situation that took him away from you. But then the other one was a decision. Yeah, it was to not, you know, maybe he I can't speak for him. Maybe he didn't feel like he was good enough to be in your life. Maybe he don't feel you know, like you needed him because you're an adult now. But he's he failed to understand like I just want my dad. Yeah. You know, like I don't care if I'm freaking thirty five years old, I would like to have my dad have some form of a dad, yeah, you know? Yeah. So so I get that like for me I think maybe also what helps me is that I I um I did have one because my dad died when I was seven and i used to wonder sometimes like i used to be so pissed at him i i was mad at him because he did he what my dad was a drug addict mm-hmm. my dad was a drug addict and 
my thing is like sometimes it would be said i would hear you know some people say that about my dad that's how they refer to my dad you know like he's you know like they would call him a tecato you know like it was ugly it just sounded ugly yeah and it would hurt me because yeah i understand that but he's still my dad yeah and i still love him yeah and so when my dad died, I was so pissed off at him for dying because I just had that hope, just like you, like when your dad comes out, maybe he'll be there. And I just had that hope, like maybe someday my dad will love me enough and not do drugs. Like he'll change. Yes. And he'll change and he'll be able to be there for me and we can go to the park together and he can watch me ride my bike and all that jazz, you know. And then uh, I think what helped, though, was because my grandmother did have this one boyfriend forever like and i know i've mentioned it before but um he he the closest they got okay they actually lived together one time (laughs) one time and i don't even know if that lasted a year i don't (laughs) because he had to put up with me and my five cousins and then you know my other cousin my brother would come over. so your grandma was raising she was raising a few of us yeah she raised um i grew up with five i always tell people i grew up with five guy five boys because my five cousins came to live with us um i i think i lived with my because my mom got into a bad car accident when i was about um i don't know maybe six eight somewhere in there um she got in a bad car accident so my sister and my brother um had to come and live with me and my grandma Mm -hmm. and i was an only child for a long time with my grandmother Mm -hmm. so then they came to live with us for a while i don't even know how long it was but then they left with my mom um because i just stayed behind because i felt bad for my grandma so anyway, then later, years later, that I was the only one again. And then years later, then the five cousins came because unfortunately their parents got into drugs and CPS took them away and all that. So it was all of us that she had to raise. And and so that one boyfriend, he had like he 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 was good to us. Like he he worked he worked hard and stuff and and he would you know give us a little allowance and stuff of course i would get more because i was the favorite (laughs) but he taught me like how to change the tire on my bike you know um he would take me to the park you know we would go like my my grandmother we would all go to the park you know he would you know um if i wanted skates he would buy me skates and stuff like that (laughs) like it was little things like that like he did provide that father figure he did love me and he didn't have to Mm -hmm. because I was nothing to him. Yeah. You know, I was just his chick's grandkid that she, <laughs> she stuck with. That. <laughs> you know, I was like, but he actually, he actually loved me, you know? And, and so, and he would tell me all the time, like, um, he would always tell me like, and when I get old, Miha, let's get a ranch and I'll live with you. And, you know, I'll help you with the horses and all this stuff. Like we had this big old plan. So then it sucked though, because, of course you grow up things change and all this stuff and but he was he was always like checking on me and stuff and he would always tell me like when I, when i was married he was like are you being nice <laughs> yes I was like, so where's yes. the ranch <laughs> i know I, I think about it i'm like <laughs> i just might move out to the country <laughs> i tell my kids all the time like sometimes i just want to sell prop my properties and just go buy a piece of land and 
I don't know, build a house or something. I tell them, let's just get a piece of land and all of us build our own little houses on that land. Yeah. So if they don't want to, I might have to just hit up my girlfriends and be like, yo. <laughs> like, how far though? <laughs> no, I don't want to be too far. Because you know, there's like, like houses are like literally middle of nowhere and then no, you like I don't... go shopping for like a month. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's no, I need some civilization. <laughs> we need a bar at least. I need like... to be able to walk. And no, we can build a barn and make a bar. Like we can have our own stuff our own there. Our community. Yes, our own little community. We have our own like little dance studio cult, right? and everything. What? So we're not going to turn into a cult, are we? No, no cults. We will just have like because you'll still have your own privacy mm-hmm. we're just you know have to take turns cutting that grass we'll have to get those riding lawnmowers for sure yeah, i'll do that <laughs> so i mean that would be cool for me i could handle that i don't know about having horses and all that stuff because you know that's a lot, that's of, a lot of work that's yeah, horseshit too but but even maintaining the horse like even um taking care of the horses doing the horseshoes um yeah. they're keeping their coats good yeah, and yeah. like it's a lot it's like Okay, maybe we won't get horses. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> no, of course, but it's, just, it's a, a lot, lot, of lot of work. Because I used to go camping in the summer times, and we would have a horse. <clears throat> like we would be assigned to a horse. Like we would take turns a few of us, but it was a lot of work. Oh, so you had to like take care. Yes, of Yes, they of would even show us how they did the horseshoe. Like they freaking. Oh, they yes, they nail them into the that. hooves. They have to to protect what? their hooves, but. They can't feel it. It's like... But I'd probably be crying. <laughs> well, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, what is happening here? The first time, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Call animal protective. No, nah, there was no animal protective services then. But but I was like, I didn't know they did that. It just didn't dawn on me, like, how the horseshoe got on there. Yeah. Like, a horseshoe before I really actually, like, was around horses. <laughs> I thought it was just a good luck medal, you know, because... <laughs> My grandma had it, and it was, like, on top of the door for good luck. So I was like, oh, it's just what they make for good luck. Like, no, but then I so saw them hard. freaking pounding that shit into their into the hoof of the horse. I was like, wait, that's not good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, whoa. I, yeah. I'd probably cry if I saw that happen. Yeah, it was. So you see, you know, it's all those things you don't think about. Like, it's, yeah. it's, they're they're beautiful, you know, like, but. And I guess your, your, your little animals become your pets. We would have to get chickens for eggs. <laughs> No, because I'd probably be grossed out having to get the... <laughs> yeah. I'll get the See, eggs. I can't do all that. Let's rethink this. <laughs> okay, we could still have a barn. We don't need to have animals. It'll be a bar barn. <laughs> the beer to go. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I mean, we could in. make money. Yeah, we could. But no, this is just our safe haven. <laughs> like, you have your house. We'll hang out. You have your house. I have my house. Okay, bye. <laughs> See, See you later. <laughs> They'd be like, Dad, well, let's have a party again. Mind your business. <laughs> barn again <laughs> but um i think that made a difference though for me i think that um it has helped me uh not all the way though because i did have some things happen to me as a kid where a man did um uh did inappropriate things to me and so that affected my self-image it affected my my ability to set boundaries mm-hmm. and so that was something i had to learn um 
I had to remind myself that I'm beautiful, that what happened to me doesn't define who I am. Because a lot of times I remember, though, when I was younger, not now, but I remember when I was younger, I always felt dirty. I felt like just dirty. I felt like I could not get clean enough. Like and I wasn't like scrubbing my skin. and all. It was just I can't explain. It was like an inner. Internal. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a. it was just an internal thing. And I would and sometimes it would um, affect me like there were times like if I was touched a certain way. Oh, my God. It just took me right back to that place. Yeah. And it was just disgusting, you know. So now I have reached a point where I can actually talk about it and feel okay. And I, I have actually reached a point where I have become comfortable with my sexuality. Like the sexual side of me, the sexy side of me, where I don't blame myself. And I have a, I actually have a picture of myself when I was little when it happened to me. Mm-hmm. And that helped me. And that was my, my counselor told me, she says, find a picture of yourself at that time frame when that happened to you and i said okay and she goes and i want you to look at that picture every day and you look at that little girl in that picture and you tell me what you see do you see someone that asked a man to do something like that to her and then so when i saw the picture it was insane because i looked at the picture and i just started bawling like i was crying my eyes out because i'm looking at the picture and i'm like it's just a little girl yeah. like it's just an innocent little girl. Like, why? Wow. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't understand what you saw, sir. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, but but that helped me. Like, I didn't care. At that point, I no longer felt like I had done something. I no longer felt like it was my fault. I no longer felt like I was the person that was in the wrong. It helped me understand that something was done to me that was inappropriate. You know? So, so, you know, so can you say you're, you're healed? Like, have you, have you forgiven him? Yes. For you to heal? Okay. Yes. I had to. I did a whole letter and. You gave it to him? No. Oh, I don't just, know. He's just, probably dead. I don't know. Oh, okay. You yeah. just, you just wrote it. I just wrote it. I just wrote it. Um, and that's something that I learned to do is just cause I forgive somebody doesn't mean that I have to tell them yeah. in person. Because you don't know what kind of reaction you're going to get. And some people just don't give a shit. Yeah. And, and they just don't give a shit. You can't make them. And that's okay. And so I have learned, like, as long as I release it and I let it out. And for me, it's, I'll write a letter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll go on a bike ride by myself and I'm just thinking about all that stuff. And and sometimes it'll just happen. Like, I'm on I'm driving home and I listen to a certain song. Especially when I'm, if I'm listening to Caleb, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it's weird because it's like, you know, just ways like that where you just let it go yes. or forgive them, you know. But it yes. just, I don't know, I don't, like to me it's just, you know, people that are still holding on to the past. Like, you know, I ask like, like, how is that, like, how is that benefiting you? Like, yeah. why do you still want to be miserable and hurt, you know, mm-hmm. like, let it go, you know. I mean, I guess easier said than done, I understand, but it's just like. If you don't want nothing to do with that person, you know, you're right. done with them, like, just forgive them for you. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, it is what it is, and that's it. But mm-hmm. it took me a long... So, like, for me, you know, when I said that I had my dad, like, I had to grow up fast. Yeah. Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, we went literally went from riches to rags. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I was young and, you know, just growing after that, you know, being poor and having to share clothes. and Yeah. Hand-me-downs and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, living... So, we, you know, we lived with my grandpa, but then, like, 
everybody and their mama lived girls like one house with like 13 people like it was bad yeah so you know if i didn't have my daughter which you know i'm not saying you know if i didn't have her things would have changed it probably would have but when i had my daughter like i was thinking like well, how am i gonna raise her mm-hmm. so never in my life did i think was to join the army i joined the army i got mm-hmm. my mom out out of my grandpa's house so mm-hmm. i think like i'm the one that had to stand up you know because yeah. my mom was just not talking crap about my mom but you know, she had a job. She was working, but it's just like her income was not it wasn't gonna, enough. Yeah, yeah, for her yeah. to take me and my sister out. Right. So I think by me joining the army, like mm-hmm. I was able to do that. You know, and everybody was just like, "Oh, you know, you, you think you're too good because you haven't made?" I was like, "No, just I decided to do something with my life." Yeah. You yeah. know, while my cousins and everybody else are still, you know, living with my grandpa and I'm not working. I'm like, no, that that can never be me. Yeah. So I think, in a good way. For him, my dad being gone, like, you know, I did step up. I did, you know, become more mature. But it did suck because I didn't have any type of male figure in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had cousins, but... It's shit. different. Like, they ain't shit, but... Yeah. You know, <laughs> I had my brother, but... Yeah. Like I said, like, he would get in relationships and he would disappear. So mm-hmm. it was just like, I literally yeah. didn't have a male figure in my life. Yeah, I had... Um, I feel like... I mean, he... Okay, so Eddie, um, he was, the like, the father figure, um, but... Like he wasn't perfect, you know. He he drank too much. Yeah. On the weekends, like he but, I mean, would he was come still home. Like, but he did do things when he was sober, and he did work and stuff like that. But and he and he did, you know. I could totally tell he loved my grandmother. I could tell. Like, why would he put up with six pinche mocosos? You know what <laughs> I mean? They're not his. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not his. Like in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> and so, and and he was good to them too. Um, to my to my cousins, I call them my brothers. But I feel like at the same time, though, my grandmother had been through so much like my 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 biological grandfather put her through a lot like he would beat her and like left her pretty much with the kids. He didn't really help back then. You didn't have to do child support and all that stuff. And so she had to fiend for her and her five kids. And so she did what she had to do. She was very independent person. She didn't really have support from her family. Like, her mom really did not support her at all. Mm-hmm. Like, stories that I hear, it just sounded like her mom really didn't like her. <clears throat> and she was kind of like the black sheep of the family, mm. you know. And so, she was on her own to have to do for her kids. So, I can only imagine, like, you had to do all that. And then, finally, your kids are grown and <laughs> can live your own life. And then, you get these other kids, yeah. you know. Like, that sucks. It really sucks. But for me, I I saw the sacrifice that she did. And she would always tell us, like, we grew up in the projects. And she would always tell us, just because we live here doesn't mean you have to be, like, you don't, doesn't mean you have to be uneducated, doesn't mean you have to stay stuck here. Yeah. That was her thing. And And she was somebody that had to work they used to work the fields and stuff when they were little. Because my, my, you know, my grandfather came from Mexico. And so... Or my great-grandpa. And so, um, at a young age, she had to work. It was not... School was not... It was, school was, like, more of an option. Yeah, it was not a, like... It was not a requirement. Like, yeah. And it was not important. It was, like, we got to do for the family. So, we all got to go to the fields and work so the family can eat, yeah. you know. And so, <clears throat> she didn't have a, an education. But I saw how she would try to learn. She would take classes. She, you know... Um, to try to get her GED and all this stuff, you know, and she would try to read and her reading was limited and stuff. But as far as her communication to be able to speak to you, 
you could not tell that she read like at a third grade level. You know what I mean? Or fourth, whatever grade level, right? Um, We read better than her. But the thing is that she would sit down and and help us and sit us down and here, do your homework. And she would go through it with us to a certain point. And after a while, it was like she couldn't really help us because it was more more advanced. Yeah, it was more advanced than, than, than her level of education. But it never I never saw her less than us because of that. Mm-hmm. Because the way she carried herself, the way um, that she spoke to people, and the way that people respected her as well. I mean, of course, there were a lot of people who were just scared of her, but still, <laughs> that's where you, see, that's now, where I get now it. Now right. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I'm like, my family is like yours, and I don't know if it's a Mexican thing, a Latino thing, where the women are just so freaking strong and outspoken. Mm-hmm that sometimes it doesn't allow for a man to be able to be a man yeah because we're so used to having to do everything and that sucks if you can say it's it's partially the men's fault and it's partially the women's fault because the men allow us to push them around but on the same token do we really give them a choice so it's one of well see and it's funny like i'm gonna go off a little topic but i was just having this conversation with an ex of mine uh-huh. <laughs> He had posted something about, um, you know, men men will be submissive to the right woman and they won't know. Something like that, right? Yeah. So I responded. I was like, okay, but, like, why does anybody, either gender, want to be submissive right. in general? Like, why can't, you know, you be you, I you know, that person be them? And, you know, all, all should matter is just the loyalty and, you know, the respect. Yeah. And he just, he was like, no. I was like, because honestly, for me, I can let a guy be a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, no, you know, I'll do it. I mean. Right. Be, hey, you want to cut the guy? If you want, right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. I'm mean, the I can, same I can way. Do it too. Yes. But it's just like I have no problem with that. It's just right. like nowadays, you know, guys want to tell girls what to do, and vice versa. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not for that. Like, yeah, I think it looks ugly. It does. When they're, whether it's the man or the or woman, when you need to ask permission it. to do something, I'm like, yeah. no, that's We're not adults exactly. Here. Like, you should be able to, you know, have fun, do, go with your friends. You know, just about the respect and right. loyalty. Yeah. I mean, but obviously that's too much for people nowadays. Yeah, so. seriously. Yeah. yeah, they don't understand Forever alone that. over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that there's somebody for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving up. My, I don't care. My deathbed. Ah. Look, when I meet Jesus. Okay, well, <laughs> Jesus. Mom, I'm just playing. I, I, I mean, I believe you know whenever the time's right. But I'm just saying, like, to me, I mean, I can, you know, I can be submissive to a point, but I just understand yeah. why somebody would want to be submissive. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like you said, like because honestly, if people go because I, you know, I, 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 at one point I was really involved in church and stuff, and um, there is scripture in there that says the woman should submit to the man, and the thing is that people forget though that it also says that y'all should submit to one another mm-hmm. because you should want to be there for each other, and and people see submit as like. To bow down to them mm-hmm. but that's not that's not what it means like to well, me that's, that's how, not that's what it means to me it, to me yeah i feel like that that's how how people see it and stuff i i don't like that like i know a lot of people get triggered with that word but i feel like for me like we don't even have to use that word fine if that triggers you then don't use the word but we should like what you said have some type of of course, boundaries mm-hmm. and some type of respect yeah. and some t- and 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 consideration because you're in a relationship with somebody. Yeah, you know, and that that's the thing. Like people, 
say they don't want to put labels on things. Okay, but a relationship is a relationship. Whether you're in an open relationship, whether you're in a friendship relationship, whether it's a family relationship, a relationship, anytime you are engaging in or interacting with another person, Mm -hmm. you're forming some type of bond and relationship. Mm -hmm. But people are like, we know it's not, I don't want a relationship. Well, you're hanging out with a person and y'all are really getting close to each other. You're doing stuff. That's a freaking relationship. You're in a relationship, but they don't want to. Yes. That you know, bugs the hell out of me. It does. And that's fine. Like, you don't want title. But I feel like some people want the... Uh, or they feel like they're more in control if they don't put a label on it. Because then, I feel like for some people, it could take away the accountability. And it's like, oh, I can walk away at any time. But you can do that whether you're married or not. Yeah. Whether you're with somebody or not. That's, you know, so why are you so afraid? Yeah. You. That label's not going to stop somebody from walking away. Clearly, we know that. Yeah. Well, I know that. You know, yeah. I got two divorces under my belt, you know, so I'm not, you know, I'm not in a rush to like, oh, my God, I'm looking for my next husband, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. no, that's that's not that's not who I am. But I'm also not going to like where I'm at. And I know some people make fun of it. Not some people. Somebody makes fun of me and they're like, you need to just let go of the whole love thing and the romance thing. And why? I'm like, but why? Just because it doesn't work for you doesn't mean that it can't work for me. Yeah. And it's not like I'm like, I mean, oh, you're not, you're sweep all, me off my feet. Yeah. <laughs> you're not my like, knight oh, in shining armor. You're not like gushy over here. No, but. I'm not. Because like, I like the, you know, tough guys, but also at the same time that like, I can laugh with, joke with, but at the same time, I know you got my back. Like, you're not going to make me look stupid, you know? And yeah, I shouldn't care what other people think, but it's not about what other people think. It's about that respect for each other. That's what it comes down to, you know? And that's my thing. Like, even with my friendships, I'm like that. It's not just so much a guy I'm talking to, but even with my friendships, like, I don't want to be rocking with you and we're hanging out and I'm sharing stuff with you. And then all of a sudden, you know, so-and-so comes and yeah. tells you business. Yeah. Or, you know, has been laughing at me and that person don't even like me. And, and you're over here yeah. laughing with them. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I mean, girl, hey, we want to be all loving. What you go ahead? <laughs> I mean, so do I. But I mean, I just don't like flaunt, not saying you flaunt it, but not like I don't mention yeah. it a lot you know yeah. it's just pretty much like if my whatever guy yeah comes, he comes you know it's just like you'll have those conversations not in the sense where like i won't be like okay so what are you looking for yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> let's just like get to know each other as in the sense of do we even like each other's company can we even you know have good conversation with each other and like can i be able to like hang around with with you if when we go out or go to places or do you even have time to hang out with me yeah do you even like to eat what i eat i mean i eat you know almost anything but still you know (laughs) are you picky because i'm you know it's it's little things like that but it's just like guy or girl you know you take them on a date they're like okay we go together like whoa do you even know my favorite color You have a favorite color. Not, at this point, I don't even know I what favorite color is anymore. Oh, thank you. No, I'm saying I do. But, you know, it just gets annoying. Like, what, what's everybody. your favorite color? Black and pink. Black and pink? Yeah. Dude. I have two. Yeah. 
I think I, I like those. But to me, see, little things like that matter to me. Like, yeah. do you know what I like to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just that. But it's, it's rare because people are like, well, you don't look like... Well, I mean, I'm not going to be like, you know? Yeah. It's just, like I, like I said before, like, when I meet someone, I'm going to let them be them. Right. And depending if I like it or not, or if I don't like something, I'm going to bring it up, you know? But it's just like, I'm an observer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, you know, birthdays come, like, I see what people like you know and then i go from there yeah that's just me though but yeah. you know even though i shouldn't expect someone to be like me but you know <laughs> it wouldn't it would be nice you know right. but but really it's like, it's it's hard to find somebody like you like well i want them things. exactly like me because no, somebody no, no. has to care in the relationship right i'm just playing i care i care i i think that um I think it's I think it's cool that you you don't like that we don't focus so much on on that. Um, I think people need to just relax. They just need to heal. Yes, that first to heal because man, I had kept saying like, okay, I think it was last year. I was like, all right, I can't remember who I told. I was like, I think after Valentine's Day, I will be ready to date. <laughs> I don't know why I said after no, Valentine's hey. Day. Well, because I was like, I'm not trying to like. Oh, um, I have a deadline. I need somebody by Valentine's Day. I better get a gift. You know what I mean? So I was like, after Valentine's Day sounds good. And then that time came and then I was like, I don't feel like I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I just really didn't feel like it. And so then I was like, okay, maybe later. And then I just was like, you know what? When I'm ready, I'll be ready. It happens, it happens. (laughs) I I feel like if if I I meet um, someone that has the same interests and we rock with and we have that conversation to where we can meet like a middle ground that works for both of us then i'm I'm okay with that yeah you know but my thing is like just if something changes don't let me be the last person to know like communicate with me because i'm going to communicate with you mm-hmm. like if all of a sudden or all of a sudden it just things change and it's like you know like give me a heads up yeah just let me know because i'm gonna do the same to you like i'm gonna let you know things change because i don't know I'm just not gonna stress over I, I don't want to stress over relationships anymore yeah. it's either you rock with me or you don't and um i have gotten to the point where my circle does keep getting smaller and there are only certain people that i share with and people that i used to share with i know that they notice but sometimes i just i i just want to get better like i was thinking i was actually you know when you said people live in the past and they need to stop like what's the purpose of that yeah i was actually reflecting on that this week and i was thinking i don't want to talk about my last marriage anymore i don't want to talk about what happened like yes it's real it happened i don't think i've shared my whole story but i know my story yeah the only reason i would share my story is if i feel that it's going to help someone if I feel it's going to help someone, then I will definitely share my story with them. Or maybe I'll do an episode if I feel like it would share if it would it would help someone. I feel like it helps people even just knowing not so much the details, but just knowing the damage that I went through and the progress that I have made and where I'm at and how I continue to progress. I think that that is more helpful than anything else. I feel like it's easier for me to be vulnerable behind this mic mm-hmm. than sometimes in person. Yeah. But I feel like I'm making progress in those areas with the right people. I have cert- I like I have certain friends that I consider my safe people. 
and I will tell you like hey you're one of my safe people so I'm just sharing this with you yeah because I want to continue to make progress and it's always people that are going to um be honest with me tell me the truth but also not try to beat me down you know what i mean like because there's a certain way yes there's a certain way to tell people certain things like you don't have to be a jerk about it you can still be honest but not not be brutal you know not not like if they're already down you kick you know kick them up i'm down like if i'm already like beating myself up like you're gonna stop on me some more right you know so but but that's something that i did reflect on and when you had mentioned that like let go of the past i it's crazy because that's that was the message i was getting this week and you know what now it connects with something on tuesday i actually went to a bible study which i had not done that in a long time Mm -hmm. because of trauma it would get triggered and all that but i actually went and and i prayed before i was like okay god like this is hard for me to do but i feel like i need to be there and plus i had already said yes and they had nachos so (laughs) this girl there was no nachos i wasn't gonna go yeah yeah if there weren't any nachos i might not have made it (laughs) so i i knew i had to be there because my phone stopped like my phone was in and out right so i did the gps to get there and and i looked at the i looked at the streets because it kept going in and out so i was like i need to know where i'm going like i'll figure my way home i'll figure it out but i need to get there on time like right now and so I actually, like, my GPS went out. It wasn't working. But because I had looked at the streets, I actually remember. You know, I forget everything. So I know was God helping me remember those street names. Like, oh, you're and gonna come to Bible study. You're going to come. <laughs> He's like, we're going to cast some demons out of you tonight, girl. <laughs> but um, what, um, shout out to Mel from Tapping on the Tripod. She actually, you know, prayed prayed for me. And, and when I got home, she said, God kept telling me restoration, you know, and so it makes sense now that I'm telling you like this week I was thinking I need to stop talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like I need to just not so much let it go, but actually just just stop talking about it. Like just yeah, yeah. heal from it, like continue your healing. But and something else. Yeah. Like let's not let's just take that off the table already. Like, yeah, that's done. It's done with like close, it happened. Close that, close that chapter. Yeah. Then, yeah. Let's close it. Let's move on. So now it, it totally makes sense that the reason I'm thinking that like it's time to let that go, it makes sense with the restoration because you can't have restoration without, you know, like you said, releasing those things and going to another level, like not so much going to another level, but actually beginning to rebuild who you are Yeah. because you have to, um, I learned a lot of things in that last relationship that were not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm having to unlearn those things and I have to learn to love myself again. So I saw this thing and it said, um, love yourself enough to take the actions required for your happiness. And I was like, it sounds so simple, but a lot of people struggle with that. I, for one, was struggling with that. Like I had to learn to like just know what actions and set boundaries. I have to teach people. I can't expect people. I, I can think in my head like. Well, it should be common sense to April, like what kind of friend she should be to me. 
well no i have to teach you what kind of friend i need yeah. and vice versa you have to teach me what kind of friend you need like if you don't like hugs then i need to know that like you need to be like v i'm not big on hugs like chill you know yeah i'm gonna start putting you in a headlock <laughs> that's a tough love <laughs> yeah i'll be like come on bro chick <laughs> We'll bump chat no but it won't bounce back. Can't even bounce now. Like no. <laughs> You'd be bumping it, <laughs> bumper cars. Okay, so I mean, so so you're saying you know right? Like you're really gonna you know forgive and let that go. So yeah. is that just for past relationships or is that past friendships and everything? I think for everything. For everything. For me, everything because I went through um even some friendships too like where i was disappointed that i thought they were going to be there for me during that time because it was a very difficult time for me i can't even though i'm a strong person i'm a badass and i in my past i have been one to i'm gonna get you before you get me type of person yeah. like nobody would mess with me because it was like don't burn her bro you're gonna lose yeah like just don't do it you don't want to know what happened and um because I was a, I was an asshole. I was not a narcissist, but I was an asshole. Mm-hmm. I can be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I choose not to be an asshole. Not to. <laughs> I choose self control. Um, I always ask God, please don't let me lay hands on anybody in an imp- in a violent way. Um, because I I used to get into fights all the time. Like I would beat the shit out of people. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I I don't. I want to use my life for good. I want to use my life for positive things. And even my voice, I want to use it for healing. I want to use it for good. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to like if I die tomorrow that <clears throat> people would be able to say my life changed because she said this or did this for me. I will never forget how she made me feel during this time in my life because i have been there for a lot of people but i'm in a season right now where as good and as much as i have been there for other people i need to do that for me yeah first yeah i can still be there for others as i'm recovering and restoring and getting healed but my priority is me and it has taken a lot for me to get there like i had somebody give me sent tell me a comment and I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they meant well, or they're trying to give me feedback, and are looking out for me, whatever. But what they said to me made me feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like judged, yeah. and I was like, "What the hell?" And then I'm sitting there, and mind you, I was having a really good day. I was enjoying my day off. And I was just chilling on my bed, and then, like, when I hung up the phone my whole vibe changed yeah and i was like i was not expecting that and i second guess yourself yeah and 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 so then i thought about i was like hold on wait a minute how are you gonna let somebody just throw words at you because i'm if anybody knows me i'm a word i'm a words of affirmation Mm -hmm. that's a very strong love language in my life or for me so i am such an encourager i can encourage you into i mean i can't tell you how many people i have encouraged in my life are like i'm not and they're not fake words my words are meant and they're solid and they hold authority over them or behind them right so for me because words of affirmation is one of my strongest love languages if you say if you insult me or if you give me silent treatment that is equivalent to 
um, someone that their physical, if their love language is physical touch and you slap the shit out of them, mm-hmm. like it hurts them more because their love language is touch. So if it, they feel loved by you touching them in loving ways, like in caressing, yeah, in affectionate ways. But when you hit them, you hurt them. It really, really damages them. So for me, when you use certain words to me, like it, it hurts me. It could break my heart because, yeah, because it's just just my love language. Like to me, I'm not saying every day you gotta give me words of affirmation and tell me how wonderful I am. But you have to be careful with your words and how you use them, you know, or like if you give me silent treatment, oh my God, that's horrible for me. Yeah. I hate it. You're like torturing me. I hate being ignored. I, oh, I hate being ignored too. Like that gets under my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can handle being ignored more than I can handle someone just not talking to me. I think for me, it's like, like if I'm asking you something or I just need to know and you just ignore oh. me, like, ugh. <laughs> but like, whatever it is what it is yeah so so basically you're saying you know you get hurt when they insult you versus like when they so what about when they criticize you like i can handle criticism i can handle someone like giving me feedback okay. um specifically like so it, you know something that you yeah. know when they're trying to like yes. not talk shit to you or about yes you. Okay, yes okay. like and then too it depends also on how much i value that person and what they say because a random person of course talking shit to me like okay i don't care okay like whatever bro (laughs) whatever (laughs) okay i don't know who you are yeah like have a nice life okay um (laughs) oh my god i just thought i was talking to audrey this morning and i was like i remember as a kid i used to get pissed and people made me mad i used to be like you know eddie murphy had this like um one Hi. what do you call it like i saw it i didn't see it live but it was what is it called when they do the, the stand-up comedy oh yeah and he does this one part where he says something about like he would get pissed and he would be like i hope you get hit by a bus you know <laughs> and i told her i was telling audrey about that i was like dude i legit used to think shit like that when i was a kid i used you to be like i hope they just get hit by a car <laughs> fuckers <laughs> so so that's me like i'm like don't think that but sometimes like some assholes i'll be like man oh somebody just freaking slaps the shit out of you <laughs> if it wasn't a crime to kill people i would totally stab you right now no. <laughs> like just kidding just kidding if the fbi is listening <laughs> just playing i'm just playing <laughs> no but it does matter like um what place that person holds in my life you know Mm -hmm. but then but then i started thinking because i felt it like i acknowledged my my emotions which that has been a work like i'm so proud of myself that that i actually recognized how i was feeling because Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll just ignore my feelings so i was like hey wait i was happy and now i'm sad okay v what made you sad yeah okay this was said okay but why did that make you sad yeah why are you letting that make you feel some type of weight you know because you don't know what other people are carrying and that's what people need to understand is when you have a close bond with somebody in a a relationship that you're in and you allow them into your space into your realm you have like these connections to each other and sometimes the stuff that they're dealing with sometimes it gets thrown on you you know like there's this whole spiritual world that people sometimes want to deny but the spirit life is real and and there are so many different things around us that we don't see 
we call them vibes and stuff, but it's just things that you're carrying. Like we get so close. Like sometimes so I'm, I'm energy, gonna, the energy. yeah, the energy you're gonna feel that, you know. And so I was like, okay, hold on. You're enjoying your day off. You were just fine. Okay, process that feeling. How did that make you feel? Okay, cool. Does it matter? No. Okay, you're all right? Yes, I'm good. Okay, let me get back to watching my show, you know, yeah. and then I just got back to chilling. But to say that it didn't bother me, it did. Because then later on, again, I was like, I thought about it again. I was yeah. like, then I wasn't sad and I, was, I felt kind of pissed off. <laughs> I was like, you know, fuck you, you ain't shit. <laughs> you know, so we do have to... Um, realize how how people influence us and stuff like that but the other thing love yourself enough to cut yourself loose from the lies i mean i'm sorry no but i still can't see do you want to read it from the ties <laughs> of the drama filled past so okay so it relates to what we were just talking about letting go of the the past give yourself permission to cut loose from those things and i think some people need to hear that like um some people need to hear like hey like for me V, it's okay for you to cut that loose. It's okay for you to cut that friendship loose. It's okay for you to not be around that person anymore if they make you feel um, bad or if they stress you out. Like, if it's always constantly, they bring that ugly negative energy, it's okay for you to not be around them. Clearly, there's something there that's just, it's not right. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Cut loose. Because I always feel mean, like, oh, I don't want to hurt people. You know what? I mean, people hurt my feelings all the time. So I'm not going to do it on purpose. I'm but again, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and see, and that's where I'm learning is like, f- first me. Yeah. Like, if, if I knew that somebody always made you feel bad and you continue to hang out with them, I'm going to tell you like, April, are you sure that's a good idea? I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, April, I always notice every time you hang around with this person, you seem to be stressed out or you get you're depressed afterwards, whatever. Well, hello. I, I If I can see that in other people um, and, and if I notice it for myself, then how can I not have that conversation with myself and be like, you know, what, be come on. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know, what's funny, though, because I have a friend. I mean, she's a big sweetheart. She has a big heart. She's, you know, she, before, you know, I would supporting her zumba or whatever at this one place and like uh-huh. she would just tell me you know how the owner and other females would treat her and i'm like i had to stop going because like she, her one of her friends you know she did all this bunch of crap to her and she still forgave her which is fine you know i right. like i'm all about forgiving but mm-hmm. it's just like and then she continued to do some more and i tell her like hey like wake up girl you know like yeah she's your friend i'm not want to tell you don't hang around with her but it's just like you're telling me all this bad stuff about her you know why are you still hanging around with her yeah you know whatever so like i stopped going you know and i told her eventually like look like you know i had to stop going because knowing that what these people do or how they treat you like i can't go and fake the funk like, yeah yeah i didn't want to be the one giving the bad energy because mm-hmm. i know how they are you know just like and it's not my place to speak right. i mean i can't speak up don't get me wrong but it's yeah. just like then that would cause you to lose your job. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. See, you know, yeah. and it just, it sucks. You know, mm-hmm. like, eventually, you know, I mean, she's seeing it, but it's, like, she's still there. And I tell her, like, girl, like, you need to wake up. Like, when is it enough? Yeah. You know, like, when are you going to let go? Yeah. I'm like, because regardless if you're doing good or bad, they're going to talk shit about you. Yep. So, I mean, might as well do, you know, do, do good and let them talk shit, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it is easier said than done. It's just up to that person wanting to do it. Yeah. 
That's true. I, mean, I can tie you all day. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Fuck them bitches. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But yeah. it's up to you. I, I know, because I remember too for myself, like when when I have found myself in certain um, friendships or relationships that were not, not good, like it didn't matter if anybody said um, those things to me. I had to finally like see it for myself. So, so, and sometimes there have been times where I'll stand up for somebody and I end up being the bad guy. Yeah. So it's like, no, people need to stand up for themselves. Like, I, I was telling... But then it sucks because you're standing up for them and they don't stand up for you. Right. And I've had that happen where I, like, not necessarily... Okay, so I kind of... Yeah, I guess I spoke up for somebody. Um, and it was an innocent thing that I said. I was like, hey, you may want to go check on so-and-so because she, she was crying. And she's, you know, crying about, you know, something that happened between you and this person. Mm-hmm. You may want to go check on her. And, and she just starts like, well, I'm not like that. And like, she got all offended, right? And I'm like, I didn't say you were anything like that. Like anything. I just said, go you may want to go check on her. You know what I'm saying? And it was crazy because then, then they come out of their little huddle. And then... You know, one person makes a comment like, I'm going to leave before I kick somebody's ass. And I knew she was talking about me. And yeah. that was, you know, back in the day when I threw hands. I was like, bitch, I'm right here. What? <laughs> Let's do this yeah. right now. You want to do it inside, outside? What are we doing? So, but the thing that hurt me the most was like, I don't care. Like, that person didn't have any weight on me. I didn't, I didn't, you know, know her from freaking anybody. But the friend that I had spoken about or spoke up for, she believed whatever that person said and then they like they all just turned on me and then i became the bad guy and all i did was speak up for her not even speak up you just said go check go well yeah exactly you're right i See, just said go check like, on her because she's crying you know but that's when i realized like none of these people are... like, you should have kept crying then. <laughs> you know what <laughs> i'm gonna let her go take your man that's what I'm gonna let her do. then you're really gonna cry <laughs> oh my god Okay, um, now I'm going to have to, like, make some questions for you because now I have a bunch of questions for you <laughs> that I'm thinking about. <laughs> well, I'll try do, you, do you think that you have made, made progress, though, with the vulnerability, or do you think that you have kind of stayed the same? Like, does, does that... Um, like, in general, or... Yeah, specific? like, does it... Okay, is it only with men that are po- potential, um, like that you could possibly be in a relationship with like any like a romantic relationship or is it just men in general that you just can't be vulnerable with or like does it affect friendships or just guys you're dating or even family members like what area do you think it affects the most um not my family because to be honest i don't really talk to my family like it's few cousins like because Part of my healing, like, I had to let go of my family. Okay. You know? Yeah. But, um, I guess I can say guys in general, because, I mean, I've had guy best friends, which I thought were my best friends, uh-huh. and they just cut me off because I didn't want to sleep with them. Oh. Yeah, I'm okay. like, what? That's not it. Yeah, yeah, right? No. So, you know, I can't say that. But it's just, I want to say men in general, which I, I really try not to be, but it's just, they give me a reason to be. Yeah. You know, I mean... I'm not the type to let my guard down right away, mm-hmm. but you know, even when I, when I do decide to, I end up getting screwed over. Yeah, and and that's even, but with even with 
people in general for you that you don't i mean i haven't had it that issue with female friends mm-hmm. i mean if i did like i really didn't pay attention to it but <laughs> yeah your female friends aren't trying to sleep with you i yeah. hope not well. but it's i mean because girls can be you know freaking yeah. crazy but i yes, haven't ran yes. into a crazy one yet yeah you know because i try to be nice to everyone i might not open up to every you know friend that i come across or talk to like i don't really get like there's a few that i yeah really get to know me but there's some that I'll hang around with, but it's just like that few times, you know? Yeah. It just depends. So females, it's, even though they say females are harder not to get along with, I mean, I haven't run, came across any crazy yeah. ones yet, you know? But even when I did, like, girl, I don't have, like, the energy to draw my, to Yeah, fight. see, that's me too. I don't have that energy really or don't. desire to even put the energy yeah, into it. Yeah, or like, I don't care, you know? Like, mm. But... No, I, I think I, mean, I think it is guys in general. I mean, even though I try to give them the benefit, it's just crazy because I like I don't, I'm not saying that all guys are the same. Just the ones that I come across or the ones that you know I try to be with. It just I get proven the same shit. Yeah, and it's not the same type of guy, so I can't right. say I attract the same yeah type of guy. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. And it's funny though because there have been times where like I question like, is it me? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is because they come back or they try to come back. They try to have me back in their lives. And yeah. when I ask them, like, if I don't bother you, I don't go looking for you. Why do you come looking for me? Like, <laughs> you like you had me, but you fucked me over. Like, yeah. I don't understand. You only get one shot. <laughs> right. Or maybe five, but after that, no, I'm just fine. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't understand. Like, I don't think I ever will. I don't know. So, no. I don't know if it is me, but... I mean, they come back or try to. Yeah, I think they'll always come back if they feel... I mean, you know, they'll just they'll take a chance. Is that why everybody's messaging me this week? Or is it just that <laughs> I miss you. my phone wasn't working and now finally... <laughs> all, the, all the text messages are coming in. <laughs> that's funny. I oh, know, yeah, that's where I stand. I hear you. But I'm not, you know, I don't talk shit about guys. I don't say fuck guys or FNF, you know. Yeah, I might say jokingly, but I mean, I, it is what it is. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen you. Like, it's not like you're so like you're not standoff standoffish or anything like that. Like, yeah, I'm not negative towards yeah. them. Of course, I'm not trying to date you, but mm-hmm. not like. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that plan. <laughs> okay. Um, the last thing I wanted to share is. Stop hating yourself for everything you wish you were and start loving yourself for everything that you are. Facts. Big facts, easier said than done. But this is like what I feel like I've been telling myself, like, love yourself first. You know, first love yourself. You got to be fly. First love yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's most important. You know, and of course, holding on to your self-worth, your self-respect, and nobody can take away your self-love. And and the thing is, like, you got to really be able to love yourself. And I've run into people that really do not love themselves. And it has to do with sometimes the things that they've been through. But you are with yourself all the time. <laughs> if you don't love yourself, you don't. if you don't love yourself, you're. it's like... Fix it. You're going to be miserable because... You can't run away from yourself. <laughs> you be somebody. You're but with then, somebody. But then you know, they like, try. I mean, I'm not gonna say. I mean, I don't know. If this is for everyone, but like, and then they try to change themselves. Like, you know, try to be like people on social media and yeah, try to be somebody they're not. Yeah, I. You know, I was kind of slow too, and I think 
I don't know. Because I didn't want to just like focus on the outside because <clears throat> the inside matters a lot. I mean, the outside is too. I mean, we want to be healthy. I know you work out and stuff. But there are other things. I guess we could talk about that one day about the outer image, how we see ourselves with our physical eyes, you know, like yeah. our physical bodies. Because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And it's not just women, it's men. So I yeah. think that would be a good conversation to have, like, with a man and a woman, you know. Um, because I know what struggles I've had and and some people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you would think, like, I, I feel like I'm finally ha- accepting my body, my curves more than I have ever. Because it was just different. You know, everybody wanted that. You know, the, like curves were like. But back then, I don't know. I mean, the curves. I mean, I don't think it was as big as it is now. Like, I know the demand for it. Or, yeah. You know, cause I, I mean, I'm a little booty over here, little booty matters type <laughs> of girl. You know, but I mean, I've accepted it. Like you know, your it is body what it is, is you know? what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I know. Stuff still happens. You know, so I can't say <laughs> I can't get rejected. <laughs> that's right <laughs> but it just you know it's just crazy how like everyone wants to be somebody with a big butt you know yeah like, coke bottle figure i mean it's you know it's all good you know yeah if you got the money do it if not then at least do it because you know you want to be for yourself yeah. not for somebody else mm-hmm. i totally agree with that okay anything that you want to add is april let go of the past that's it that's the word for today let go of the past and move on i think she's talking to me yes i am no i i am no i'm i'm serious about that though like and i have been and i have um forgive for you not for them yeah yeah that is a big one um a lot of people need to understand when you forgive someone you're not saying that what they did to you is okay you're just saying that you're not gonna stay in that place you're gonna move on and grow let them be who they are like you said let people be who they are and you have to let yourself be who you are and not not let the past um decide for you or determine who you are or who you're gonna be so all right well april thank you for sharing thank you for being so open about stuff i mean i learned stuff about you today that i didn't know before so no she keeps bringing me on here so i can talk about myself i am <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna get more <laughs> stuff out of her because i got questions for her <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get tupac out of her <laughs> oh yeah i don't want to see tupac i don't know if everybody wants to see tupac i'm a loving person yeah i'm a care bear with a taco all right well <laughs> april thank you so much guess we're gonna wrap it up it's already the the end of the month, but happy Pride. And uh, also, I uh, just want to remind y'all to be kind to each other. You never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. And again, what you don't repair, you're going to repeat. And as I always like to remind you, because sometimes people get stuck in a place of trauma, in a place of pain. However, I want to remind you that no matter what you've been through, healing is possible. Healing is a process, but healing is also your responsibility. Don't wait on someone to give you permission to heal. You begin that healing journey for yourself. Love yourself first because you can't love anybody else until you know how to love yourself. There's nothing you what you don't have, you cannot give. So it's time to make yourself a priority. It's time for you to love yourself 
and also um, be mindful of things that affect you and and give yourself permission to cut loose those things that are not good for you. Y'all have an amazing week and I will catch up to you soon. Also, um, be sure to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, uh, the voice of V and I, I'm hoping to have a pro or, um, I'm hoping to have more live podcasts and I'm working on a possibility very soon. And then I'm also going to have another interview with a local artist. Hopefully I'm trying to get that set up. So I'm excited for y'all. So I just want to thank y'all for the support. And we're at 1.8K streams right now. But by the time this episode drops on Monday, we'll probably be at 1.9K. So I just want to thank you for the streams. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thank you for the messages. I um, keep getting messages of how people are enjoying the podcast, how it helps them, and how some people feel like they aren't alone. This is what it's about. So I want to thank you. It's not so much about the streams, but it's about being able to bring something good to our um to our world you know because we all need that support so y'all take care of yourselves i will catch y'all next week and just like that we wrap up another episode don't forget to follow me on instagram under voice of v and the podcast can also be found on your favorite streaming platform make sure you click the add button that way you are notified every week when a new episode drops thanks for all the support this is your girl v and i'm out